This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter Podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. And today we have a special unicorn guest in the building. Please introduce yourself. Hey, my name is Xavier. Nice to have you here today. I'm glad to be here. So, how was your week? Week's been filled with tests and quizzes and teachers and students. It's been annoying. Annoying? Okay, so how would you describe your week in a color and in a song? So, in a color, I would say it's kind of like, it's kind of like blue and it's like turning into a purple because mm-hmm. you know I'm, i feel like i'm starting to chill out a little bit even though it's finals um i feel like the song that would best describe my week is flying lotus flying lotus okay uh the massage massage situation yeah it's real chill yes and i feel like i feel like i'm really chill right before the final you know what oh. I mean? <laughs> you know, the calm you, before the storm. Exactly. Once you listen to the song, you'll kind of get what I mean, I guess. But it's like it's really chill. And then right right at the end, it kind of switches into like a more busy type of type Flying of beat. Lotus is amazing. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. Shout out to uh, motherfucking Fresco for uh, putting me hip onto Flying Lotus. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say motherfucking fresco with as much bass as Joe. No, used to. yeah, it was funny. It's not the same. No, it's not. I don't feel the same energy. Yeah, transfer. Okay, how's your week? Describe it in a song and a color, of course. You know, um, my song of the week was Rayleigh Richie Bloodsport. Um, I love that song. Um, it pretty much described my week at the beginning because I was like really pissed off at uh, one of my family members. But um, luckily at the end, left off on a positive note. He apologized, you know, and we moved past that, you know. You know, snaps to the apologies. Yeah, I always give people chances. Um, I'm willing to give him another chance. So I'm doing that. You know, I'm not being petty. <laughs> I am not, I don't have a petty spirit like Aaron does. So. I be in the spirit of petty. Yes. And I mean, time. it's necessary. All the time. I don't know. We we got in, <laughs> we almost got into an argument about Kanye. <laughs> oh, One time. when? Last time I was like. Why she, oh. like, like, why she trying to take shots? I, mean, I, was like, I was like, Kanye is dope as hell. And, <laughs> and then, <laughs> the spirit least, of petty took over, didn't it? At least the music, like, I got put onto him, like, maybe last summer. What? I never used to listen to his music. Just, well, you're listening to someone at a bad point in his life. Yeah, no, I realized I realized like, that. Like Kanye right now is fuckboy Kanye. No, I realized that, but I can separate the artist from the music, you know. Mm, so, okay, let me let me I mean, let we me can't ask, do that with everybody. Yeah, she does. Can you se- <laughs> you know Daniel Caesar, right? Know that controversy him defending white folks when they wrong. Can you separate the shit that he's saying from the music? I have not, you know, I cannot comment on that. Why? Cuz I, I, I haven't heard anything of it. Okay, so he defended this white bitch one time saying... Oh. Um, <laughs> Dragging her from the start. <laughs> so he it. defended her. She she created a Twitter page once upon a time that was just calling black women like ugly, like just derogatory terms and whatnot. It was just, it was just a Twitter page solely to, to uh, say shit about black women in mm. particular. 
and he defended her as a black man. He's an amazing artist. Daniel Caesar? I thought he was the gay guy who was singing. Daniel Caesar. I don't think Mm -mm. Daniel Caesar is No, he's not gay. Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. That's news to us. I I don't think he's he's gay, gay. though. (laughs) He's not gay. Because they were like, he was like, I have a black girlfriend. I, 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 you know, I know my, my, my culture and whatnot. And then some people were saying, well, he's from Canada. It's different. No, no, no. It's not that different. No. Let's not sit here and act like Canada didn't have, doesn't have racism or slavery. Let's not. Well, I mean, if he's black, the only way I could see him justifying that is if him, like, he's a coon. That's why. You could say that. Or maybe he's just trying to defend, like, freedom of speech. Maybe. But it's but it's in inhe- it's inhibiting my pursuit of happiness. That's the thing. How? Because he sounds dumb. He's saying stupid shit. <laughs> See, I mean that don't feel like a straight answer though. That like, is a straight answer. He's inhibiting my pursuit of happiness. You can literally block him. <laughs> no, but I'm just and, saying I can't and listen. That's all your I happiness right there. No, I can't point. listen to Daniel Caesar anymore. That's what I'm saying. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't listen to him anymore. It don't feel the same. Can't enjoy the same music. No, I can't let his 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 Best voice part doesn't annoyed. sound the same. Yeah, you know. I mean, it was I already couldn't look at his face, but I, <laughs> who hurts you don't hit the same. Nope, I can't. <laughs> as soon as it come on, you know, I be trying. I'm like, nope. Be like, dang, I really mm-hmm. wanted to, you know. Yeah. Nope. Drop yeah. my. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get get us out this rabbit hole. My color of the week, um, I would say. It, it went from like a red to a pink. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, I had that that pissed offness going, going. And then, you know, like my sentimental side came out. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, not sentimental. I I, I, I saw that he, he Who did was you genuine. associate with pink the other day? I associate with pink the other day. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Like, I thought you remember who you brought up. Because you no. said somebody and then you was like, that's why I'm going with pink this week. I don't know. I have on pink today too, so yeah, she's feeling it, y'all. Yeah, I'm in like, spring, spring colors. Well, not this black shirt, but you know, pastels. <laughs> right, right. I okay. mean, your arms is out. Yes, my arms are out. It's hot today. Shoulders, all that. Yeah, I'm looking butch. She she came dressed yeah. to the nine. I mean, last time I was her uh, butch girlfriend. Now she can be my butch girlfriend today. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what you came in and said to everybody. She's my butch girlfriend today. Butch girlfriend. What's that mean? Butch? This is the more masculine. You don't know what butch this means? This is the more masculine facing one. No. I just, I just was popped. All right, I got yeah. it now. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Aaron, what was your color of the week slash song? I say my color of the week was like, I'm going to go with like a mustard yellow. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to get an explanation because I don't feel like. She right. also has on mustard yellow pants. Yeah, I mean they're kind of brown. You think so? I, I think they kind of. I think they're brownish because they match my skin tone. I still say they're mustard. So I'm mustard. Your legs might. be. I'm a spicy mustard. There we go. <laughs> there we go. That's because that's yeah. yeah. Okay. Brown um, mustard. Brown a, spicy mustard. I'm a brown spicy mustard color. Mm-hmm. For those who don't follow our Instagram, I guess. Um, and my my song of the week, I'm gonna go with "Bust a Nine by her name is Sharna, is Shana or Sharna, Sharna. I can't pronounce her first name, but her last name is Bass, and it's interesting. I don't know. She was saying she would have bust a nine for somebody. Is it bass spelled as like a like the fish bass, or is it just bass like like the bass guitar? Okay, spelled like bass. 
Yeah, because sometimes music. people ask, but my mom's last name is Bass. Oh. <laughs> and be like, Miss Bass? No, it's like the fish. Well, I think it's... They're I spelled the same. Yeah. That's what I was asking. All right. It might be Bass. I don't know. I never hear, heard an interview with her, so mm-hmm. if it is... I mean, I butchered her first name. So, I mean, y'all can come at us any type of way. I just, like, stumbled across that song. And I was like, oh, I like this. It's old. But I was like, I'm feeling it. Bust the nine. I'm going to check it out. I've been listening to a lot of old music recently, too. <laughs> well, it's not that old. It was, like, it was oh. like made, like, last year. All right, fair enough. But I'm saying older than, you know, this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a lot of things, but, you know. All right, we're going to move along to the self-titled segment, The Unicorns Are Real segment, which is all about our guest unicorn describing their creative mind. And we like to do a thing where you describe how you visually see your unicorn. Your unicorn was standing right in front of you. What would your unicorn look like? If I saw my unicorn right in front of me, he would be wearing some black cargo pants mm-hmm. with some with a backpack full of graffiti. I mean, Spray cans, spray cans. I was like, dang, the graffiti is portable. But no, no, the book bag is probably drawn on too. So. You got it on bricks. And um, just got bricks in your book bag drawn. Of course, of course. you got coke. Of course, bricks. <laughs> got them white bricks. Oh, white bricks. But no, he don't look. He don't look too rough. He got a hairline, you know. Oh, you got a okay. You know, Wait, is it, is it a fade or is it like one of those? It's, it's a fade. It's a fade. okay. Okay. He's not wearing a black Air Forces. You know, oh. he, he not that rough. He not okay, that rough. Okay, okay. Black. You got a sensitive black, side. Black forces. <laughs> I, that's the first. I man. thought you said he's not wearing black forces. Yeah, he is. I said he's not. Oh, oh yeah. You you I was like, she's not listening. I was about to say, like, I was confused. <laughs> like, you said he's not wearing the black forces. You ever seen those memes where they go like, if the guy has on black air forces, don't fuck with him? No. Yeah, all black. All black. They, you know, they got nothing to lose. Right. <laughs> oh, they white. They gotta be careful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. All black, they risking your life and theirs. Mm. <laughs> so that's my unicorn right there. And if I had to describe my artistic creative mind, it would just be trying to find like the sensitive side of things. Like that's why I do so many portraits. Okay. Is to like make people look at them and be like, what is that person thinking? You know? Um, and I feel like I can more easily get people to think like what are they thinking when I do portraits of women mm-hmm. and I feel like you know those blue portraits that I did yeah like the last few months people really people were really drawn to them so I think that's where I'm at right now just doing portraits of blue women cool cool, cool. <laughs> so what would you say is your favorite medium to use uh right now I'm doing a lot of stuff with graphite um but I'm really slowly slowly moving towards acrylic no, yeah, I just saw your um, drawing of the shoot that Darius did with, with Anika. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. That was nice. Yes, it was. It was beautiful. I, I appreciate it. It was like it took so much time because you know you got to put the paper down and you got to make sure your arm doesn't smudge when you're doing hatching. You yeah, gotta make yeah. sure you got to make sure all the lines are crispy. Yeah. So, and and you know it's it's kind of tough because I'm like a traveling artist. I don't do stuff all in my studio. I go out places. Mm-hmm. So I was doing all of that live in the was it the Detroit Institute of Arts? Okay. In their little cafeteria. And I just have all these people walk up to me, all these old people tapping me on the back. You're doing a good job, son. Doing a good job. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's kind of fun, but it's kind of annoying. So. Fun, but annoying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, painting is probably where I'm going to go. 
nice, painting. Nice. Just to get a little bit more professional. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna get like them gloves too to paint? Gloves? Yeah, like you know, they be oh, like, I, I the ones I, that be really into it. They be had a gloves to paint. I thought paint. that was just for yeah. oil painters. Yeah, that's for oil oil because it's like Man, it's just do it. Yeah. I never wear gloves. I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, they put lead in that paint. Asia says she's taking all the toxins in. Yeah. Like it, it, it'll all be all over my face. Sometimes it gets on my mouth. You get paint in you your mouth. You proud of that? Yeah, I've, I've had it because I like it got on my lip, and then you know, we I just might explain have... it's toxic yeah. this year. Whew. Yeah, be like I be eating it. You know, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna trip because I got paint on my toe, and I was wearing shoes and socks. I don't even know how that happened. I don't even know. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because that's bizarre. I don't know how it happened. So, like, when you did that that show with Brother Lightheart, when you painted, was that, like, one of your... Yeah, that was one of... The, that was, like, actually the first time I got into doing, like, those more sensitive pieces. Mm, okay. Like, before that, I did a piece with Basquiat, and he was, like, laughing, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really cool. It, mm-hmm. it got people to be like, wow, this guy is, like... Mm-hmm. Towards the end of his life, he wasn't really a happy person. Yeah. And I feel like showing him really happy, you know, it, it definitely was a good thing, I guess. Yeah. So, when I did that portrait um, on the wall... And it was like another sensitive piece. I feel like, you know, that was probably where I wanted to go. That's kind of where I decided, when I decided this is really what I want to do. So when you, so for the, do you pick blue because of its color theory meaning? Or is it just because you want to use blue? No. (laughs) I was just like, what do I have on me? Okay. When I went, when I went to his studio, Mm -hmm. he just had a big bucket of like baby blue paint. And I was like. Oh, this is tight. He was like, do whatever you want, man. I already seen your Instagram. Do whatever you want. So I was like, all right, all right, tight. Nice, nice. And then the blue woman came from that. So, so how would you say, how do you balance between your engineer mind and your artistic mind? Like, how do you go in between the two? Um, I'd say, I, you know, I don't really have a balance, honestly. It's like I'm, I'm kind of in both mind states almost all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of how things could be better I'm thinking of how things could be more beautiful. Okay. I'm always looking, like, every time I see something, I think about the color theory, color theory of it, almost. Like, I'm looking at how these lights are turning on and off and changing all the, the patterns and the shades and stuff. It's really interesting. So, I could see it both ways all the time. Okay. Okay. Because the way you were describing, I was going to ask you, I was like, so are you always in an artistic mindset? Or? I mean, I feel like I'm kind of both because, like... I have my notes out right on my phone right now. Mm-hmm. Literally, I just come up with an idea and I'll just type it in there and be like, you know, I'm glad I got this in my phone because now I won't forget it because I always have ideas. My head is always racing. Pertaining to art or pertaining no, to engineering? No, no, that's the thing. Literally anything. It could be, you know, oh, I could hang up my, my uh, you know, I don't know, whatever that is. <laughs> curtains or, or the light or the phone? Is that, I don't know what you're pointing What's to. Pointing? Like the curtains, because I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, He's like, what's so over there? <laughs> he forgot what curtains were called, audience. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Listeners. Yes. Whatever. But yeah, no, I mean, I could just be like, I could just be what like. What are curtains? I could just be looking at that, and I'd be like, wow, my curtains don't look so good. I could just hang them like that next time I come home. <laughs> I'll type that in my phone real quick. And <laughs> that's an engineering problem right there. Yeah, Perhaps. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me look at it that way. I still look at it as a design aspect because it's like an interior design aspect. Hey, but you know, also functionality has to do with it. You know, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, what was your favorite art show to be part of? 
it was either the one I did with Brother Lightheart or it was the one I did um, at the L Club okay. with, with uh, Trapex Art. Oh, how to trap art. Yeah, yeah no, that was really yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, like, and I really do appreciate he. I would have, I wouldn't have been able to paint without Xavier. He was, he was the truth. He came in with the extension cord. I didn't, I didn't come prepared at all. Shame. Right. Yeah. It was like, it was like fifty. <laughs> it was like fifty artists out there midnight, and they didn't have any sort of setup for us outside. Nope. Nothing. We were just, we were just all out in the dark. So, I ran up and down. What was it, Verner Street? Yep. Verner Street, looking for extension cords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he came through. That's funny. Right. I came through with like three of them and then just lit everything up. I was tight. Yeah. He was the plug. Why were those your favorite? Literally. Huh? Why were those your two favorite? Because I was drawing new women and everybody liked it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not my mama. <laughs> my mom thought, she was like, oh my God. Really? Yeah, she was drawing naked Well, not only was she naked, she had cum all over her mouth and her chest. Yeah. Oh. And it was like a thick, it wasn't just like he drew it with like a pencil. He, It was like a thick substance. I don't know what he put on there. Oh. Yeah. And my mom was like, oh. Okay. Because I did, I was like, I was dumb. I was like, oh, this is really nice. She was like, you don't see that it's cum all over her chest and her mouth? And, you know, I had to be like, oh. Oh. I guess. You, that, go, you just oh. keep saying, oh. That was oh. like. Oh, okay. That <laughs> was the first time I was like, I actually decided to do something really ridiculous. Really raunchy. Yeah, just mm-hmm. outside of my comfort zone. Mm, so Talk about busting a nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um, my mom wasn't too pleased with my painting either, so I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Um, and yours was on the more conservative side of was. all the paintings that I saw at Trap Art. Yeah, she didn't like that it was my actual titties. Like, it was a real picture of me. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, so she, they were covered. Yeah, I know. But she was like, someone took a picture of you and your titties were out. <laughs> She's like, I just thought that you just drew, you painted your face and then you just looked at a reference photo of somebody else. I was like, no, it was me. Nope, they're my boobies. <laughs> they're my titties, mama. No, you made these. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. No, you didn't. <laughs> Are there any artists in the city that inspire you? Tons. I think, like, honestly, honestly, almost every artist that I meet inspires me. Like, Sheafy, he's like, when I when I even came into the art scene, he was like the one that everybody was talking about. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's so multifaceted. You know, he does music, he does painting. Uh, what is it? What else does he do? He, is that it? He draws too. Yeah, but like he does like graphic design and designing yeah. on computer, yeah. which I mean, guess goes along with his painting side. Yeah, right. His digital paintings. Mm-hmm. I heard about him all over the place. Yeah, and then, um, somebody invited me out to the Breakfast Club. Uh, I said on Seven Mile or something. Mm-hmm. And I went out there, and he was, like, one of the first people up there with this huge painting. And everybody's like, oh, shoot, this is tight. This is tight. Uh, where's the signature? You know, they all, all the old people critiquing him on, like, how to make sure your artwork is collectible mm-hmm. and stuff. And he's, like, he's not having it. And I was like, I want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, he is very blunt. He, he'll tell you how to go and where to get. I mean, like, where to go and how to get there. He doesn't, he doesn't care. <laughs> still hasn't followed me back on Instagram. Whatever. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Whatever. I'm pretty sure he gets like a lot of followers and he should be mm-hmm. like, well. Right now I'm not tripping up. Yeah. <laughs> so how would you describe your art? At, at least right now, it's not like, uh, I wouldn't describe it as like the most creative art. A lot of my stuff is just realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, every now and again, I go out there like, there's a there's a drawing or a painting that I did of kind of like the Kaz and Woodward Avenue kind of area uh-huh. downtown. 
And that was like a more creative vibe because it's a bunch of colors and it's, you know, you, you got to see it. It's, it's really creative, I think, compared to like just the portraits that I do. But um, yeah, if I had to describe myself, it's just, it's just portraits. Do you plan on going like an abstract route? Um, I'm kind of weaning myself into it because I don't want to just be like a camera. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm headed. That's also part of why I do, you know, paintings in color and just like not, not like color, but like abstract colors, like bright blue, bright red, mm -hmm. orange, yellow, whatever. Yeah. Okay. And put words everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good transition. That's words. You could try, you could try to even like push it by using not just one color, using multiple colors. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like, do complimentary colors. That, that's always cool. Yeah, but I feel like it's kind of tough. Like, the only person I, I feel like can do that really well is Aaron Whitaker. Like, he does his stuff, and it looks really tight. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if I were to put a bunch of colors on all together in a painting, it might come out looking kind of, like, ratchet. Well, all you gotta <laughs> do is just try. Yeah, no, I, you know. You're critiquing yourself practice. before you even try. You're right. You're right. It's all practice, but I'm just saying. That's that engineer seen, side I, of you coming I've, out. Where I've seen. Be like, how can I solve? How can I solve this problem? <laughs> I've seen of it my happen. Own work? I've seen it happen all too many times where people just throw in every color in the box. I didn't say every color. I said maybe complementary colors for for a, a, like a, a portrait. And then like maybe this is my engineering side or my artistic side or something, but I'm like just complementary colors. It seems kind of boring because that's like all they teach. Yeah. Blue, orange, yellow, blue, or what is it? Some more of the combination. Purple. Purple. Yellow, yeah, yeah. purple. Yeah. Green, red. Mm. Well, I'm just giving you different ideas. You can take them or leave them. <laughs> <laughs> offended by him denying your complimentary colors? I'm not offended. I was just giving out ideas. She's just saying throw uh, some more colors in like the same family. <laughs> or, or uh, you know, you can do different type of line works. I saw you do the hatching. That's cool. Why don't you try using geometric forms to, to create a, a, um, a form? I mean, Jim, make sure form to create a form. Well, he hasn't stepped in the abstract round, he said. I know, but I'm saying, like, to instead of using using just regular line work for uh, a figure, he could try using different geometric shapes to create the same figure. I just might. You you get what I'm saying now, Aaron? Yeah. You 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 still look like like my idea was just so shit. No, no. Oh, okay. I didn't say that. Okay. You didn't say it, but you Whoa, were thinking. Whoa, relax. I was not. You can't. Are you Are you a mind reader? Are you in my head right now? You know what I'm thinking about? I'm actually thinking about what I'm going to eat when we done. Yeah. <laughs> With the podcast. I'm hungry, too. <laughs> Might just kill these bag of hot fries. That is on the agenda. <laughs> Do you have a favorite piece that you've created thus far? I think my favorite piece is probably... You know, I feel like I'm the type of person where my favorite piece is always the one that I just finished. Mm -hmm. So the one I just did with Darius. Okay. Mm, that's very nice. It is a really nice piece. You never made a piece where you're like, fuck this, this is trash. Of course I have. <laughs> well, posted. you said everyone what was your, you What was your worst piece that yeah. you created? Uh, did you post it? It's burnt to a crisp. <laughs> you burned it? No, so it was like a, it was a charcoal drawing. Okay. And once I was done with it, I just scribbled it out with charcoal. Well, I was like, "What was so bad about it?" It just it didn't look right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you gotta stop being like so it harsh. didn't look like whoever you were doing a portrait of, or what it just, was it? It's just I feel like um, charcoal is even though it is kind of forgiving. Yeah. It just it wasn't forgiving enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I just scribbled it out. I was just mad. Um, this is like earlier in my art career and you know I, I didn't really like you know 
Oh, charcoal felt, so I just threw it away. You threw away the charcoal or the piece? The piece. The piece. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, don't throw away no charcoal. You, don't get, you got some supplies that you don't want. Give them to me. I'll take them. Asia be trying to raid people places for supplies. No, I don't. I she really looked don't. at my house and was like, you ain't using none of this. <laughs> Let me get that. <laughs> you got to. Like, these Whoa. Thermal materials are Relax. She was like, why you even got all this supplies? And I was like, I went crazy when I was at CCS. I was in that store every day <laughs> just buying stuff because I could. And then, you know, I became an adult and just was like, oh, that's a lot of money I spent on that sketchbook that I'm not using. Absolutely. I have like, <laughs> yep. You know, it's crazy. I have like 30, maybe 40 sketchbooks. <laughs> you don't use them? 20 pages in, done. Oh my God. <laughs> At least it's 20. I, pr- I probably got like two pages. Right. And a couple of them. <laughs> when I was younger, I would do that because the sketchbooks, I just, I just liked the way they looked, to be honest. Same. I think that's why I bought them. Yeah. They just looked nice and the paper felt good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to draw on this. I'm inspired to draw on this book. Today, you know what Darius <laughs> told me? He told me that he was gonna make us books for uh, he was gonna bind us some books with some paper. And I'm like, that's dope. You told me, oh, but I didn't want to kill your thunder. So then, why'd you, you tell me that you told me <laughs> on air? Make me look dumb. You told me already, but okay. it's fine. We have so many conversations, you just don't remember them all. Yeah, that guy's such a craftsman. I've seen him like make his own, <laughs> he'll post a story about him making his own frame. For a painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. Mm-hmm. Did you see, like, oh, no, we're not going to talk about Darius. I don't yeah, know. This is an episode about, <laughs> this is about, about you. About you. Right, not right. about Darius. Right, right, right. Not about Darius, but it's Xavier. That was fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to witness that. She's a little odd. No, no, no. Yes, that's okay. So, hmm? how are you feeling now that you're in, like, the, 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 the middle of your finals? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my head Completion. is scr- my head is scrambled. Scrambled. So yeah. how are you able to create in the middle of your head being completely scrambled? I have to go somewhere where the only option is to do something, like going to the DIA. Uh-huh. Where unless unless you just you know, you can't just sit there with a sketchbook out and be on your phone. You look like a maniac. Yeah. You gotta actually just draw and like that forces me to draw. Like instead of just having a sketchbook out and they're like are you going to draw something? I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it. So say if you was in your apartment, you would just be looking at your exactly. study books and exactly. then be like, maybe I should be studying. Exactly. And then, okay. Inspiration. Yeah, yeah. I've never thought about, I mean, I know people do it all the time. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, B. Nick, he goes to the DIA a lot to get to just to draw and whatnot. I never thought about going to a museum to get some inspiration, but it's a really good idea. Absolutely. And then they have like a they have a thing where I think every day they have a sketching session. Yeah. Oh, move, cool. Yeah, they just move around to a different part of mm-hmm. the museum. It's really cool. Don't they give you like boards? To, to Little bench. Yeah, free free boards, paper. Sometimes I take the erasers. <laughs> Is he still an eraser from yeah, the DIA? Those needed erasers. Whoever is whoever listening, come at him. Yeah. He be still in the erasers. Yeah. Come, Xavier draws is his uh, Instagram name. <laughs> and, and you know what? It doesn't even matter because I got enough. To last. <laughs> so you better stop. So he was, he was like, if they stop me from coming here, it's fine. I stole enough. I'm straight. Right? I'm straight, y'all. <laughs> I'm good. Regardless. Swipe, over here being swiping a fox. Stealing. You gotta be. You gotta be. Because look, I went to their gift shop and I went to buy a sharpener. It was $10. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I've gotten a heavy duty sharpener from Blix. And I like, I like how heavy it is. And the blade is really sharp. And it was 
It was close to ten, but it wasn't quite ten. Yeah, no, it's, it's it was rid- like seven dollars. No, that like, store inside the DIA. <laughs> thing is, like, like I've never I- went inside. <laughs> Could you go in there and laugh at the prices? <laughs> the ghetto. Woo <laughs> Chile. The ghetto. <laughs> I think I bought something just because I wanted to buy something. It was like this um this calligraphy pack. Oh yeah. I still haven't used it. I wow. honestly sometimes I just I'm an impulsive shopper. Mm-hmm. So I just was like one day. I'm going to open this calligraphy pack and I'm going to use it. Even though my handwriting is trash. So I'm pretty calligraphy sure. Calligraphy is difficult for left-handed people. So yeah. fuck that shit. Aww. It's not realizing. That's so sad. I'm not left-handed though. No, I'm just saying. You've been just doing with your <laughs> no. left-handed the entire time. Okay. Yeah. You guys can't see her face, but she's giving me like this straight look. <laughs> she's trying to like throw daggers at me right now, and I don't understand why. Yeah, the, her eyes are cutting and across you, the wait, room. Wait, wait, and, and y'all should see. How, well, y'all can't see, but just imagine looking at her how she's holding this pen. It's real aggressive. I feel like she's gonna either stab me in the neck with it if I were sitting next to her, or like throw it. <laughs> how do you feel? Do you feel safe next to her? Absolutely. I don't feel safe in this Absolutely. environment. What's that movie with Keanu Reeves? She do That's her weekend anyway. She wouldn't do anything to her, her guest unicorn? Of course not. What's that movie with Keanu Reeves where he stabs that man <laughs> Oh, in the so ear? you're the only one that's safe. <laughs> <laughs> no one's safe. <laughs> Except Jaira and Chelsea. I was like... Chelsea has done nothing to me. <laughs> Our ghost in the room. Um, yeah. But what's that movie with Keanu Reeves where he's just fighting John Wick? He stabbed yeah. somebody. He killed somebody by stabbing them I was with like, a pencil. He probably in the killed a lot of people with, with some random objects. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was probably one of the most disgusting and most brutal killings I've ever seen. Hey, like, I don't think I've can't watched. Can't wait to see it. Huh? Can't wait to see it. The third one or like no, all this, yeah. this was the second one. I was like, I don't know what any. Of, I I think I partially watched the first, but I can't tell you. <laughs> I watched what else the entirety happened. of the second one. You know, and it was limited dialogue. No, it's just literally just all him yeah. killing people. Because you know Keanu Reeves can't limited. act. He can't act. He can't. You really can't. You watch Speed. He was trash. He's just all action. Dang, I'm out of wine. <laughs> I, lo- I love listening to you dog people, dog. It's so funny. You know, <laughs> Keanu Reeves can't act according to um, Asia. Mary J. Blige can't sing. <laughs> She it's can't. like a toss-up. <laughs> Mary J couldn't even go on tour when she was first out because she was so so much on crack that, you know, <gasps> she was doing crack with uh, KC. Jesus. Um, yeah, so we're going to move on to the um, Handing Out Roses, roses. segment. Ooh, <laughs> Positivity. Because when Asia throws a little dagger, you just be like, whoo. Time to smell beautiful things. <laughs> All right. So in the Handing Out Roses segment, of course, we like to acknowledge people that either inspire us or that we look up to or anybody anybody we want to smell the roses while they're still here to smell the roses. You can give out a single rose, a bouquet, or a whole flower shop. I would like to give a single rose to my grandma. I live with my grandma. And I came home yesterday to 
My house isn't dirty. I just want you to know. It's not dirty. Unlike your car? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> right, right before we came in here, we pulled up at he, the he exact pointed same out, time. He yeah. pointed out, don't look in my car. And I was like... I mean, my car is dirty, so I mean, I can't judge an Asia car. So, <gasps> but, uh, no, I actually, I actually, it's like a homeless I, person that's living is. in her backseat. <laughs> but I did clear out a lot of that crap. I don't have my dry cleaners in my car. She cleared anymore. out a spot for somebody to sit, probably, because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if, if we were riding my car, and I know that Chelsea oh, we was with you. Definitely, are riding your car when I come back to the city after Chelsea. <laughs> I didn't know if she was coming, so I, I you know, I was <laughs> she thinking, cleared out a spot for both. <laughs> yes, she's loved. Like I thought about you. Okay, but um, yeah, but your roses. Yeah, I'm sorry, Grandma. <laughs> he got roaches at home. Oh, wow. no, I'm just. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna attack that. Wow. But, so again, what is this, Nene Leaks bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Contra- contrary to popular belief, just because I have a junky car. I understand because my car does not reflect my house at all. <laughs> yeah, so my house is it's like, it's not dirty, it's not clean, but I come home yesterday. <laughs> it's not dirty or clean. <laughs> it's in between. I got it. It's not categorized. It's, <laughs> that's it's, cold it's, for it. It's non-binary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I come home yesterday and every everything is shining. She was oxy clean on the fucking toilet. Everything is nice and shining. And, you know, the only thing, though, is when I come home and everything is clean, I'm, like, kind of worried because I'm like, what has she gone through? What has she seen? I come <laughs> home. She saw your collection of porn? No. Your hentai collection? No, I just... Ooh. No, wow. Well, wow. It wasn't that far. It was just condoms. She didn't, <laughs> chill. Wow. She didn't, <laughs> Relax. She didn't, she didn't put you in a group of people who watch hente. I mean, but. He didn't deny it, though. But is it bad, though? It's like. <laughs> it's not, though. It's really not. <laughs> so he watched and, hente. And you, can, and you can laugh about it, but it's not bad. <laughs> oh, mic drop. <laughs> She's been waiting to catch somebody with that hente. <laughs> She just want to pop up in somebody's room and be like, <laughs> camera, this nigga watching hentai. Y'all yeah, even, you y'all can't even... judge people with the no, I'm, I'm, not. I'm not. I won't put your name in a tweet, but I might tweet about one of our guests watching hentai. Woo. No, it's fine. I, you yeah. know what? I'm in. You know what? It's an art. It's an art form. It's an art. Can form. you imagine the people that draw the hentai, though? <laughs> like, how detailed does it get? Like, do they put pubes on the females? I never watched it. Look, I don't watch it every single day. I don't, it's not like... <laughs> but you do. It's not something I just proactively do. do. It's just okay. something that's so, not bad. So do they have, like, full-figured Name in this episode, anime? Hente. They yeah. draw whatever you want. <laughs> you, you know what you should draw? Like, you know what uh, you should draw? You should draw a hente. What? A hente, like... Bored. I mean, you said he had a... I didn't even look at your artwork at Trevor yeah. Park. Now I feel like... I, oh yeah, I missed that. It was you on had, a piece of cardboard, and it had, had like some thick gunk. Like you it had was some thick nut on this woman. It was drawing. a un, it was an unhealthy nut. Like it was real thick. <laughs> like it was cloudy. like the person don't drink enough water. Nope. <laughs> it oh, probably dead. they don't it probably smell like booty. <laughs> like oh. chill on my drawing. <laughs> no, you put some thick nut on her. It's supposed to be translucent. All right, but you know what? Next maybe, time, translucent. Maybe you had a milkshake right before. <laughs> My milkshake bring out a voice in the yard. 
<laughs> and they like to paint my face, clearly. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about my grandma, right? Yes. Wasn't we talking about So my she found some condoms. <laughs> she found some condoms, and that's why she was cleaning the house? No, not at all, no. Oh, okay, you were just saying that. I'm saying, like, that's one of the things. That's the when worst you'll find. When you, when you come home to a clean used house. Used or unused? Both. <gasps> <gasps> you was having sex in your grandma's house? Oh, my God. Why, why are we putting this... On the podcast, I doubt she's gonna listen, but why? Because I'm just saying that's bold. That's bold, man. It's that's... not. And look, grandma it's not, wasn't it's home. Not, it's not grandma's house. Look, it's it's a it's like a two family house. It's a, it's a two family two right, family so flat. She, she's on the bottom floor. I'm on the the second floor. Okay, so you get your own apartment. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Okay, so you be bringing. So I'm saying this is grandma's house. And then she goes up into my room. She grabs my clothes. I'm sure. Wait. It popped so out. your grandma what? wash your clothes? No, she never does, except this time I come home yesterday, which I'm, I'm still giving her a rose, even though it's kind of like nosy, but it's whatever. Dang. She just, she just, <laughs> she, she, she found like, a crusty like, sock, just, too. Wow. Like, oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. From the hente floor. From the hente. <laughs> I tell you what. AJ. I tell you what. I, I don't even I just participated much, in this. Asia really ain't shit. Can we do a poll? How, how many of y'all? How many of y'all? <laughs> How many of you watch hentai? It's not hentai. Okay, whatever. Oh, hentai. I've never watched hentai. Oh, it's Thai. Oh. I thought it was, everybody always say hentai. I don't know. Hentai. Okay. I never watched it. Well, my bad for the people who watch. Chelsea, what you got to say? Oh, she ain't got nothing to say. Her mic ain't hot. Yeah. She, she a ghost. Yeah, she a ghost. All right, <laughs> Jaira, I know you ain't watching hentai. Got back hentai. on her Jaira, you watching hentai? Oh, Jared, watch it. Hentai. So, so look, let me show you how it how He you watching get, it with his girlfriend. Let me show you how we get in this He put his beaks over to the phone. He does he layer his beats. That's what he gonna make for his neck for uh his album uh his album visual. <laughs> yeah, like, so look. It's gonna be some hentai layer with some gyro. Can beats. you let Xavier talk? Damn. I'm sorry. All I was gonna say. All I was gonna say is it's not that hard to get into it. It's not a bad thing either. So, like, let's say you're watching a porn, and then the ad is on the side. Like, <laughs> it's got your favorite. It's got your favorite cartoon doing something. Jesus. Wait. So like, that's what they do. Jesus. Can you? Do they got SpongeBob hentai's too? <laughs> I'm sure you could find it if you want to, but I don't look like. I don't even watch all that. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, is it really that bad? Grandma, you get a rose. I just want, I just want to bring us out of this, Grandma. So why was she? Why was she? Why was she um, cleaning the house? She felt moved. Okay. So let's say. um, No, the last time yesterday. How he supposed to know? Yesterday, I came home to a clean house. I just said thank you. I didn't. I didn't ask why. Okay. I didn't do any of that. I was just like, thank you, Grandma. Okay. Anybody else you want to give a rose to? My dad for giving me gas money with us. Yes, Daddy. Yes. You know mom too, because I, I, you know, I can't just include my dad and then <laughs> not include my mom. So, because you think she got, she thinks she put the word out. Yeah. 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 It always be moms like, yeah. hey, you might bust a cap in your ass. Oof, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so those three. Awesome. All right, mom, dad, grandma, spilled and roses. Mm-hmm. That was a little weak. There you go. <laughs> Asia, who you want to give your rose out to? I'm going to give Kelsey another rose because she went to the NAACP Image Awards. Man, I was jealous. She took a visual with Kofi. Yeah, but Kofi was drunk. She said that That's he was fine. a hot mess. 
She said that he was all over the place. That is also funny. Always in, in everybody's face. And she said he broke glass and then tried to act like it was like he was at a bar mitzvah. So then he kicked like <laughs> just outrageous shit. And um, but she, letting loose. Yeah, he was definitely letting loose. But she got to walk the red carpet and uh, she looked beautiful. And it was so inspiring, you know. See my friend. I saw her in that little 360 camera mm-hmm. shot. That was nice. Yeah. Because they do that little slow down too. Mm-hmm. Got her she leg coming out. That right. split. That right. high split. High split. High split with the crown right. shining. Right. Where, where were you? Where were y'all? No, no. no uh, <laughs> she was at the NAACP Somebody Image Awards. <laughs> Kelsey, her friend, yes. who is um, Black America, right? Yes. Miss, Miss Black America. She also has the same birthday as the ghost in the room. Yeah, y'all share the 25th mm-hmm. together. Fire. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm so proud of her. She's doing big things. The um, Black Girls Rock coordinator so that she can do a speech next year at Black Girls Rock. I'm like, get it, sis. Get it. Yeah, I'm so proud of her, though. Awesome. Aaron. Awesome. Um, I'm gonna give my rose out to the ghost in the room, Chelsea. She gets another rose <laughs> because it's like it's just it's just like anytime she comes back, it's like we never skip a beat. Honestly, mm-hmm. anytime we talk on the phone, like nothing. She hears my crisis. She's there. Boom. She also yeah. She also has a she has a hit list of who she coming for. Why she in the city? Because all the stuff I told her. Hopefully, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> So she Ooh, has a hit list. <laughs> but she, you know, she got my back. That's my that's my ace. <laughs> that's my hitter. Chelsea, y'all think Chelsea ain't ain't really a hitter, but she is in the background. Mm-hmm. Silent hitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Asia face. Yeah, I was taking it back. When she said not anymore, the ghost said not anymore. Yeah, I was taking it back. <laughs> but we're gonna move it on. To the speaking or tweaking. Speaking or tweaking. What is speaking or tweaking about, Asia? It's all about if the set individual is talking that hot shit or that weak shit. Weak shit. Yep. Right. And it's all about, you know, we in the past, we've always done songs. But this time, we did a, we're did we doing a speech. A speech. So speech. let's take a minute and listen to that speech. An award that said no Jesse Smollett jokes. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. What a waste of light skin, you know? You know what I could do with that light skin? With that curly hair, my career would be out of here. Be fucking running Hollywood. <laughs> um. Yes, no, 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 just. <laughs> the hell was he thinking? <laughs> from now on, I ain't never gonna know just, you're Jesse from now on. You don't even get the you no more. <laughs> that you was respect. You ain't getting Okay, no we're back. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. It was like snot. It was like, I need to blow my nose. That's so nasty. You could have kept that to yourself. Ah, so, in the speech, was Chris Rock speaking or tweaking Xavier? I think he was speaking. I think 
You know what? <laughs> you think he was speaking for coming at Jesse Smollett? Jesse. Yeah, not yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, what he did, that was wrong. That was horrible. Like, you don't. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, obviously, I'm talking about Jesse right now, but Chris Rock, he was, in, he was on point by talking about. That's what I'm saying. Just making a joke. By saying Jesse instead of Jesse. Like, <laughs> he, he definitely lost the respect for me. You know? Yeah, and they told him not to make a joke, though. Yeah. I <laughs> thought like, it was funny. He's like, don't I, make a joke. It's about Jesse. I mean, I think it's funny. I, mean, I I thought it was funny. I don't see any problem with it. Um, come at me all you want to. I think it was hilarious. So, so do you think um, comedians can go anywhere with their jokes? How far do you think comedians can go when they're talking about people? I think so. As long as as long as what they say is actually considered a joke, mm-hmm. I feel like they can go pretty much as far as they want. So me, there's no limit. Nope. Me personally, nothing's off limits. I put I put a limit on <laughs> no, white because, people. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that. Like. <laughs> you don't have to. I do. What is your limit you got on white people? What's the limit? What, how far can they go with their jokes? You know, like when it starts getting into like, they start talking about, when you get too far into race, like I like Gary Owen. Gary Owen is real funny. He okay. always talks about himself. And, and his, his black, black wife. Yeah, his black, yeah, and his black and wife. And his black kids. <laughs> yeah, his black kids. He talks about himself and how goofy he looked in the black community. He don't just straight bash white, the black community. Sometimes when I hear white folks, you know, making jokes about the black community, I'd be thinking that it's true. Just like how Roseanne made that dumbass joke calling that black woman an ape. She probably felt as if she really did look like an ape. And you can't I thought just, she was she white. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't, first of all, you can't call a black person an ape. That's, that's, that's been a term used time and time again. <laughs> As a racial slur against black folks. She does See, so much crazy stuff, though. I've seen, I seen this picture of her with... Okay, she had on a, a Hitler mustache. Yep, with the, the bait. She had the, a baking pan. And they was like... Oh, just Gingerbread <laughs> cookies, supposed to be Jews. Yep. And she's gone too far. Like I that said. That was going too far. White folks go too far. Didn't think it was, then she didn't think she was going too far. That's the thing. No, because she thought it was a joke. No, because they don't think about other people. That's what the thing is. White folks don't think about other people when it comes to that stuff. They don't care because they only think about how they feel. Yeah, sometimes. But I'm just saying, like, if if it's under the guise of a joke, like, if they're actually just trying to make you laugh, they should be able to say whatever. That's okay. And then, okay. And, then, and, then, and then we're going to have our feelings about it one way or the other either, anyway, regardless. But they shouldn't just be like, you know. Okay, know, comedian whatever. call you a nigger and go, hee hee ha. It was a joke. It was a joke. It's a joke. It should have been funny. Huh? I, if I don't laugh, it's not funny. <laughs> okay. If I'm not laughing. I'm just I'm just saying there's some things you just can't say. Right. And as a white person, they got to understand. I've talked to a white comedian. She was like, you know, as a white comedian, there's certain stuff I can't joke about because uh, cause I'm white. And I gave a whole lot of respect to her. A whole lot. I met her when I was in Brooklyn two weeks ago. You know? It's just the I'm thing, just- though. It's like, because I've heard, I've heard racist jokes. And they were so funny. Like, I mean, towards... Black people, like, from a white person, I was like, what the fuck? But that shit was kind of funny. Nobody here is on the same page. Fair enough. <laughs> All I'm saying is, have you ever heard, have you ever heard, okay, look, have you ever heard a joke from Louis C.K., like, yeah. how offensive that stuff is? Yeah. But it's still really funny? 
That's that's if it's offensive to me, I don't think it's funny. Okay, so if you can laugh when it's somebody else or if he's talking about himself. I think that the the thing about comedians, um, you can't try and make fun of somebody else's culture a whole lot. You should I think you should look back and talk about something that you know firsthand. Cause a lot of times comedians a lot of times, the comedians that I like, they talk about themselves and stuff that they know personally, and then they can talk about the news. Like, Cat Williams, he talks about the news all the time. That's why I think that he, he'll never, you know, I mean, but he does talk about white folks. But it's in a perspective of how black people feel. But yeah. I guess it's still, a, it's still a, 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 no matter the fact, it's a double standard. Like, it is. I realize that. Yeah. But, I mean... <sighs> And that's that's the re that's kind of why because I realize there is a double standard. I'm that's like, the one double standard that black folks can have. I feel the one. There's no everybody else have. There's all these other types of double standards against black people. Black people can have this one double standard where they can talk about white folks and jokes. Yeah. White white folks do all this this shit, but let a black person do all the shit they do, they get in trouble. That's the one double standard that black people can have. But Chris and, Rock was talking about another black person in the community. Yeah. So let's go back to the speaking or tweaking. Okay. I'm so <laughs> yeah. do you think Chris Rock was speaking or tweaking Asia? I think he was speaking. I thought it was funny. Okay. I mean, he didn't necessarily, he didn't even say anything bashful about, about the gay community. He just talked about how he was dumb for what he did. I mean, if you listen to it, he said not a word about gay people. He just talked about how, man, J- Jesse, as he called him, he was like, Jesse, not not Jesse, Jesse. Ruin that light skin. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> I mean, like, if you think about it, I feel like he did a number on people and if they believe black people or, or, or people in the LGBTQ community. I mean, because now people are going to have doubts and be like, oh, well, oh, boy. You know, he said blah blah blah, and it wasn't even true. What did he say about what did um, Chris Rock say about wasting his light skin, Jesse? He said, um, "What the hell was he thinking? You're you're Jesse, blah blah blah." Uh, oh no, he said, "Do you know what I could do with that light skin, that curly hair? My career would be out of out of here. I'd be running Hollywood." Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. You know, playing into people's colorism and Hollywood's colorism. Yeah, right? I mean that's true though. That's true in Hollywood. Right, and that's that's kind of that's one of the reasons why I feel like you should be able to speak on anything because so much fucked up stuff is going on in the world. You know, if you can make a joke out of it and make people like see it from another perspective, you know, even the people who are on the wrong side of it, and get them to see it like this is actually absurd. Okay, but like, but like white comedians when they talk about black folks. Yeah, from what I've heard in the past, it was about um, them being hood, mm-hmm. um, them being late, mm-hmm. um, not having jobs, always on welfare, just basically speaking into the narratives that other white people think. So I don't, I, I just look at it as like it being like another like shot to black people when when they talk about black people like that in, in a joking manner because it's not really a joke to to uh the white people that are listening to it. Right. No. I don't, so it's fitting into the to this it's it's deepening the stereotype that's been given. Yeah, I definitely don't think that's funny. But 
I'm just saying. Well, I'm that's those are the type of jokes that I've heard from white people talking about black people or or like if they talk about about like Latinos, it's the same the same thing. So that's why I feel like white people shouldn't talk about like uh, minorities in jokes. If it's gonna be that way, you know. Unless you're like Gary Owen, where he talks about himself being in a situation where there's all black folks and how how he felt, because it's completely different. He's not like making fun of a whole other community. He's making fun of himself. Mm-hmm. And then like the differences that that's between white people and black people. That's a white comedian that I really like. Have you ever listened to him? No. You should listen to him. It's really funny. All right, we're going to move on to the staying fly segment because, you know, I got to stay fly. Tell her. All right, so our staying fly segment is all about how do you stay stress-free. So what are the ways that you stay stress-free in this crazy world, Xavier? So well, like I said uh, earlier, when we were describing my uh, my perfect unicorn, uh-huh. I put on some cargo pants. <clears throat> And that wasn't just for no reason. That was because we have four pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was when I didn't wear cargo pants, I used to always be looking for my phone, my wallet, my keys, and they'd just be all over the place. It'd be my coat, my book bag, whatever, and I would just not be ready. I was like, well, I want to be able to do whatever I need to do in like five seconds so I'm not stressing out over some keys. So I got my keys in this pocket, my phone in this pocket, my all my art materials in this pocket, and my wallet right here. So, so I'm, just, I'm ready for anything at any moment. So your pants keep you sane? Yes, they keep me very sane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Extremely. I've never heard somebody say an inadimate, inadimate object keeps them sane like a pair of pants. Hey. It's a simple People thing. People got but... things. <laughs> hey, I mean, get it how you get it. I mean, nowadays, niggas wearing purses. So, I mean, you 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 lugging up on the, on the cargo pants. Oh, yeah. She was going in on people wearing purses. How you feel about purses? You know what? You going to wear a Would purse? Would you wear one? I mean, nobody gonna judge you no, for I'm wearing not a purse. You. No, I'm just saying, even I, though I think Asia low key judge people for wearing purses. I'm more of a book bag kind of guy. Like you know, I just I don't think I could ever see myself. Even if I was a girl, I wouldn't wear a purse. <laughs> I just I just don't understand why men trying to take all of all of our stuff. It's convenient. Wear a backpack. <laughs> no, that's not that's not one strap a backpack. It's a purse. Then, <laughs> then it's a purse. Yes. Listen to the ghost. Book bags are purses, is what she said. I'm, I just don't understand. I mean, I just figure a man just needs a wallet and it's chapstick. You know how hard it is to trap out of a book bag? And oh. niggas need lotion, too. Good job, ghost. Well, be like Xavier and get the pockets. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, not, you're that's not going to be in not, cargo pants me. all year round, yeah, fam. I know. I know. Some cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> True. He can wear some <laughs> Good long, job. He can wear some long johns underneath <laughs> underneath his cargo pants in the wintertime so he can stay warm too. You know, but one time I saw this meme of this man. You sounded like an old person. <laughs> I saw this meme. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this meme. This guy had on cargo shorts in one of the pockets. It was just stuffed with pizza rolls. <laughs> the lady said she did a double take. Oh, like Napoleon with the um, tater tots? Yeah, yeah. Smash me tater tots. Good. <laughs> <laughs> he had a bunch of... He, I looked in the picture. I zoomed it in. It was just a whole pocket But what did the meme of, say? It's besides it, the... It was just... 
nigga had tater had he <laughs> said nigga had pizza rolls in pocket. <laughs> it was hilarious. I don't think I would have laughed if you sent me that though. So I'm glad you did. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I didn't say what they said it verbatim. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember exactly. I just remember the. I can visualize the picture. How would you feel if you saw some nigga and he like went in his pocket and then <laughs> his pizza rolls fell out? I can't trust a nigga like that because because <laughs> he don't love himself because <laughs> he want grease stains in his. That's pocket. what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine the grease stain that's gonna be on the outside of that pocket? You put food in your pockets, Xavier. No, but I was about to say. <laughs> Have you ever seen this dude on uh, YouTube called Filthy Frank? No. He was walking around the park pulling ravioli out of his, what is it? His, his br- shirt his, pocket. His breast oh, pocket. No. His breast pocket where you put the little napkin. Yeah. <laughs> pulling out ravioli. <laughs> walking up to people like, oh, it's getting cold. You want some? <laughs> oh, no. What kind of shit and, do you watch, Xavier? <laughs> I don't, so I was, I was in a rough I was in a rough patch when I was younger. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, I, I, um, I watch all types of stuff, man. Yeah. It's like, and, me, and like Salad Fingers. That was a creepy thing. Yeah, but YouTube. it actually had a real story, though. If you really think... Have you ever seen um, what film theorists? Uh-huh. They actually go in-depth about like what all of it meant. It has a meaning. It's the not Salad just, Finger? It's not just creepy, creep you out type shit. I like so he watches spoons. He watches weird <laughs> shit and hentai. I like the way I, they I love how you summed my whole my life skin. up based on some hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay? We we just we went to how to say it. All right, it's not we, hentai. It's hentai. All right, yeah. all right. So we're gonna move on to the color your life segment. Yeah. And what is color your life about, Asia? It's all about color theory and your perception of color and how you feel when you see it. So of course you are gonna pick the picture off of the color. What color you're drawn to first? Not just the image. Mm. Go from the color first. What color, color first. brings you in? And I can tell you what colors these are because the lights change, and then you might your perception of it might change as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So we got the the gray crying eyes, the purple fists, the black kitty cat, the um red witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a sound for a witch. Um the green moolah. Yeah. Ching. Pink titties. Mm-hmm. Bounce, 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 bounce. Of course, of course. Also silicone though. <laughs> anyway, look. <laughs> I think black is probably my favorite. The black kitty cat? All right, what's Absolutely. the color theory behind the black Aisha? No, I'm gonna ask him what he why he picked the black kitty cat first. Why did okay. he pick the black kitty cat? So my theory is that black goes with anything. Mm-hmm. Even though like that's already a saying, it really does go with anything. Mm-hmm. I've incorporated that in a lot of my artwork. It's like it helps the colors pop really. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. Awesome. So the the black theory behind it is like um the color theory. I'm sorry. Yes, the color theory. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Because I was sounding rough. It's fine. Um, the color theory concept behind black was um, like superstition and like fear in a way. And then the song that goes with it is very superstitious. Do you know what that song is? Okay, I mean, I don't, zone oh. I don't know. I'm just making sure. No, you know, right. Not everybody knows. That wasn't a shot at you, though. Okay. Um, and then the question that I'm going to ask you is, as an artist, do you think we have fears that non-artists don't have slash understand? I th- yeah, I think, honestly, I think we have the exact same fears, but we kind of embrace it a little bit more. 
So an example is like, I feel like people are afraid of what they can be. I, f- I feel like fe- people are afraid of what they can be. Mm-hmm. So they might go into a career path that's more safe. Oh, okay. Um, but I feel like artists kind of, they go into it a little bit more head on. And every single day, they are like, well, are people going to like this new piece? Are people going to like this new piece? Whereas the other person, they might have had that fear, but they feel a little bit more safe because they're in a safe safe position. Whereas we have, you know, we have to make money with our art, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. So, like, every piece really counts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, they're facing their fears more because they have, they have to hustle harder. Exactly. Yeah. That's a nice perception. I like that. I've never heard somebody, like, answer that question like that. Kudos to you, Xavier. Kudos. I'll remember you for that more than hentai. How about that? I appreciate you. Okay. Do you have any takeaways from being for uh, the listeners? Uh, make sure your mental health is on point. Wear cargo pants. That you know that that might be an option. I'm, <laughs> it it might be a fashion state because I I feel like you know you wear black pants, you wear black shirt, and then you wear a blue shirt, a, a black I'm sorry, a blue jacket. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking at that jacket, man. Okay. But okay. again, mental health, mental health. Yes. Um, and- just make sure you're on point every morning because sometimes. I know, at least for me, it's sometimes hard for me to even get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And if you need, like, inspiration to even get out of bed, that's when you know something's probably wrong. Mm-hmm. So you should definitely talk to somebody. Even, like, I, I feel like in the black community, not, not enough people take it seriously. They don't. So, you know, if you're listening to, listening to this, just make sure you get smoked. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. And, of course, we are recording in the Detroit is Different studios. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. And follow us on Instagram at Unicorns Are Real Podcast. And follow our guest unicorn hand uh, at <laughs> at Xavier Draws, X A V I E R D R A W S on Instagram. And I have a Facebook, but you probably don't want to probably don't want to get on there. Why? <laughs> Somebody might listen to Facebook. I mean, watch Facebook or whatever you do. Watch Facebook. Whatever you. I mean, don't they got shows in there too? Uh, they got like that's what they the do. Red, red table talk. Yeah, yeah, there we go. You're right. See. All right. So if you're on Facebook, if you're on Facebook, <laughs> if if you're on Facebook, my name is Malik Strader. My Xavier comes from my middle name. I, I oh, I'm about to say who the hell are you? Fish? Uh, what is it called? Catfish. Catfish. No, that's my actual middle name. You know. Okay, is it Xavier? Yeah, Xavier. Okay. If you go on Facebook, my name is Malik Strauder, M-A-L-I-K-S-T-R-O-U-G-H-T-E-R. Yeah. <laughs> you just had to think about how to spell his name. But we do have a twi- <laughs> we do have a Twitter account now. It's, it's Detroit Unicorns. Yeah. yeah. We're getting active on there. Yep. Trying to. Dropping that hot shit. Right, right. Asia with her problematic shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do you have a final takeaway for the guest? I mean, listeners. You already, you already said it. Oh, I mean, I mean. A final, final. A final takeaway. Like he said, his he said his handle. I'm saying before before that he. Did. Oh yeah. Yep. But yeah, you know what you did? Yeah, don't listen to me. <laughs> you did a really good job on these um, props. I really dig it. Thank you. Yeah. That's my takeaway. Awesome. All right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.
Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different podcast network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit.